This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE at manscaped.com. All right, the finish line for the uh, New York City Marathon is actually uh, on the other side of these gates. Hello, man. Hello, sir. Hi. I'm a TikToker. Okay, well, you got to TikTok out that way, I'm honey. A, but I'm a, a famous TikToker. I got to. I know. I saw so my. Are you really? Yes, I am. Who are you on the TikTok? Jennifer Lopez. Getting one last stretch in, and with that I say good morning and welcome to my little live stream 500 feet above the streets of New York City. And with that, I say uh, good morning to Melissa Salisbury, who just writes, come on! Also, we got Can't Live uh, with them. I believe you're the dude from Australia, right? Two days in a row. Hello, what's going on, brother? Who's first on the Facebook? We got Nick Umrichin. How are you, Nick? Who else we got? We got uh, Tom Taylor from the squad. You could be part of the squad. All you have to do is hit uh, subscribe on my Facebook page, OP Radio Fans, and you could uh, join the private Facebook group. What an honor that would be. How are you, GH? I'm a... Uh, Still a little tired from the trip to Aruba. Uh, we're still getting back into the flow of things. I think what really wiped us out was um, flying. What is it? Almost a five-hour flight. But, you know, you got to start your day at like uh, 7.30 to get to the airport early. And you know the foreign airports, man. Whoo! Could take a while to get through everything. What was interesting in Aruba, though, um, we had to wait outside before we could get into the airport. And then, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, we had JetBlue Mint, which probably saved us about an hour online. And we got through that. And then we had to go to the uh, go through the Aruba Customs. Then we had to go through security. And then at that point, we had to reclaim our bags to go to U.S. Customs. This was all down in Aruba. So then when we flew into JFK all nice, um, we didn't have to worry about customs or anything else. We just had to get our bags. But of course, anybody that flies into the New York City airports, they know this. The, the baggage claim could be a complete nightmare. The flight was wonderful because we were mint. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but what the hell, I'll brag a little bit. We flew home from Aruba. We all had bed seats. What do you mean bed seats? No, I mean beds, literal beds. You had your chair and it goes all the way back into a bed. Not goes back a lot where you can lounge. This thing went all the way down uh, to make an official bed. And then they give you like the best comforter and the best pillow I've ever had in my life. And I slept like half the flight home. That, 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 it, was, it was glorious. Um, so that, that was a hell of a way to fly. So everything was perfect. And then we, then we fly into, uh, JFK time to reclaim our bags. I, I, I go to my wife. That was amazing. 
everything's going great. And then, of course, I spoke too soon because at the baggage claim at JFK, I don't know what happens there, but uh, we stood around waiting for our bags to drop down the chute and go around the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the thing. I don't know what it's called, the thing, where they say, don't sit on the thing, you'll get arrested. We stood there like dummies for over an hour waiting for our bags. I'm like, oh my God, our perfect travel day has been ruined. Over an hour to get our bags. No information. We have no idea what's going on. People start trying to figure it out. Like, maybe we're at the wrong one. Let's try four. And then just because one person said that, half the people left for four. And there was no action at four. So then they all came back to two. And you would think there would be somebody, some representative from the airport, basically uh, explaining something. But they didn't because it's New York City. It's JFK. They don't give two shits about you. But in Aruba, every single uh, moment that something's going wrong, they, they got someone coming up to you apologizing. That's, that's the difference between uh, the two countries. Of course, they got some other shit that I wouldn't want to deal with uh, if I lived in Aruba. I understand that. But they understand when you're inconvenienced down there that they're going to step up and try to make, uh, make it comfortable for you. The reason, though, I think I'm still tired is because then we... We did the back and forth to uh, Philly for Halloween um, on uh, on Monday, and I, I I really believe I'm still recovering from that. Uh, sadly, but we drove two and a half hours down, two and a half hours back because we left kind of at a, a crappy time. A lot of excitement down in Philly. Everyone had to get their trick or treating in before the Phillies game, before the World Series. But then it turned out to be a rainout, which sucked. Sucked on two, uh, two fronts. Started raining Halloween in uh, Philly. Uh, the rain prevented the kids from staying out a lot longer to get more candy. Because it really came down. Because for the most part, Philly don't play. They don't give a crap about a little rain. But this was a lot of rain. So everyone's like, well, that sucks. Kids are going to have to cut their um, trick-or-treating short. And then we get back to the house to find out that uh, the game was rained out. So it was a it was a double washout on Halloween down there in Philly. But we still we still had a good time. When I fly, they put me in the cargo hood with the animals. <laughs> I love it. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you, Jay. I used my points. I've had a I've had an American Express card ever since um, the Opie and Anthony show. When I came, when I when I went from making no money to stupid money, and I would use my American Express card uh, all day long, over and over again, year after year, and the the points piled up, and it was like I could get golf clubs or I don't know a speaker or I don't know what the hell they were offering, but when we were putting the trip together for Aruba, I said, hey, let's use our points. So to me. Um, flying down to Aruba and then flying back with the bed seats cost me zero money. That's how I look at it because I used all my points. I will not be getting a bill for that, which is uh, absolutely lovely. Vincent Scaramuzzo. I envisioned 14 oversized and overstuffed fancy bags at the bag drop. Oh, God, no. One bag each. One bag each. Now, we're... 
No, nah, we're not. We're not fancy people there, fin- uh, Vincent Scaramuzzo. Oh, at the airport. Oh, here we go. Here we go. At the airport on the way uh, back from Aruba. We were in, I think, the jetway. I think it's called the jetway as you're waiting to board the plane. And it's a backup because they always have to put the wheelchair people on first. So that takes forever. You would think they would put the wheelchair people on last and let everyone get on the goddamn plane. And then while everyone's settling in, then you bring the wheelchair people in. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make sense at all. Who knows? Hello from Pakistan. Oh, know you guys from the Jim Jeffries interviews. Good shit. Oh, Jim Jeffries is a, is a solid dude. Sadly, he lost uh, some of his fan base because he talks politics. But I am here to say, no matter what you believe politically, Jim Jeffries is one of the great ones and is absolutely hilarious. Cheers to Jim Jeffries. And a good guy who uh, continues to um, stay in touch with me. So um, I I have nothing bad to say about uh, Mr. Jeffries. Um, But anyway, so, so we're in the jetway getting ready to board the plane. There's a bit of a backup, and they got the spot. I got to get rid of you, Hitler. I'm, I'm sorry, Hitler. I, you're trying for a bit, and I, I got to get rid of... I, I got to get rid of the Hitler guy. Hold on. Trying for some dumb bit. Um, so we're in the jetway, and on the floor, it has those circles. Stand on this circle. <laughs> keep, keep your distance. <laughs> I laugh because um, we also were wearing, dare I say, in the year 2022, we wore face masks to travel. Yes, we did. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if we wore the face mask because of the COVID. I think we wore the face masks uh, because of the COVID. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe for like uh, 10%. 10% 10% of the reason why we were wearing face masks was because of the COVID. The 90% was because every single damn time we fly, we get some kind of stupid cold or flu or something going on. So I'm like, you know what? I think we'd be all right. Look, I'm not an expert, so you can't even give your opinion on this stuff. But I'm thinking, you know, I'm not too worried about the COVID, but I'm... Definitely worried about getting some dumb other sickness. So, yeah, I'm going to fly with a face mask. That was our main uh, motivation for wearing the face masks, uh, traveling to Aruba and back. Yes, we did that. So now you can make fun of me. (laughs) All the crap that people say. Uh, If they weren't, of course they were N95s, Vincent Scaramuzzo. Of course they were. And it's, it's mostly because, I'm serious, every time I fly, I get, I get something. I get something that feels like seasonal allergies. Although JetBlue supposedly was uh, talking about their filtration system, some kind of filtration system that they say that's pretty much used in hospitals. I'm like, oh my, this is fancy. Um, so we're standing on our dots in the jetway. We got our masks on. A few other people got their masks on. And (laughs) I don't give a crap if you're wearing a face mask or not. That's your business. At this point in time, that's your business. You're not going to talk anyone into thinking like you do if if they think the opposite. I understand that now. So we're just sitting there minding our own business. There's a few other people with masks on minding their own business. We're all standing on our stupid dots. 
There was a woman behind us uh, a few people back. Unfortunately, I did not know about this. My wife had to tell me after the fact. But she was wearing a DeSantis shirt, which was weird because she's flying to New York City from Aruba and she's wearing a DeSantis shirt. I know there's a divide. I know there's a uh, DeSantis versus Trump thing starting to happen. So uh, that's kind of interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in the coming months. But um, she starts losing her mind because people were wearing masks. All the stuff you could do the you could do the rap in your own head. All the stuff you've heard a million times. She's losing her mind. Like it's her business. And like I said, if I if I knew about this, I would have went up to her and I said, "Can I ask you a question? Why do you think I'm wearing a mask for this flight from Aruba to New York City?" And of course, she would say COVID immediately, and then have all her COVID talking points from her favorite. Cable news hosts, because I'm sure she's not doing her own research with actual scientists and medical professionals. And I would say, guess what, honey? Honey, honey, yeah. I'm wearing a mask because I always get sick when I fly. And I don't feel like having a, a heavy cold when I get back to New York City. I got lots to do. But she's stomping her feet and she's like, none of this helps. None of this None of this does anything. Why do we have to stand on these dots? And the rest of us, we're just tired and we just want to get on a plane. I'm not a, I'm not a rules follower in general, but in this case, I'm like, I just want to get on the plane. That's all I care about. Um, yes, Annie Valen, I drink with the mask on. I sure do. We were sitting in the front row. So, uh, and then when I saw that the, the air was being filtered by something they use in hospitals, I was, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was, t- I was taking my uh, mask off here and there when I knew there weren't any, any people around. And it's great to sit in the front row of a plane because um, I tell my kids, because every, everyone's scared to fly. I, I know you hear all the stats, you know, you have a better chance of dying in a car on the way to the airport than actually when you're in the air flying somewhere. That's all well and good until the damn thing's in the air. And then you look down and then all your fears come alive. But I tell the kids, I'm like, yo, all right, this is what you, this is what you do. I know you're a little scared. You see the flight attendants? I think they're called flight attendants. We used to call them stewardesses. But I, I, I think that's a bad thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the proper thing is anymore for any of this garbage. Um... I go, just look at the flight attendants. If they're not scared, when, when you feel those bumps, when you feel those bumps, you immediately look at the flight attendants. And if they're still reading their stupid magazines, making believe they're busy, making believe they got a, a tough job, if they're still reading and they're not even flinching, then we're good. If the bumps get bad and then you look at the flight attendant and they're like, oh my God, and they're looking around like, that's not good. Then you have something to worry about. It's as simple as that. And then the other thing, I'm like, look at the pilots. They're not even flying this damn thing. They put the, they put the uh, beverage cart in the uh, front of the plane to protect people from rushing the, the cockpit, I guess. And then you got the pilots. They're just... <laughs> they're just... <laughs> 
Andy Vollin, the stewardess is called the lady on the plane. George Carlin, very nice. George Carlin has an answer for everything. But, yeah, of course, the beverage uh, cart. And uh, what was her name? Linda. Yeah, I think it was Linda. Linda and the beverage cart. Yeah, she's going to protect us all from some lunatic trying to get into the cockpit. Get the hell out of here. And then the pilot gets out of the bathroom after, after laying down a good one. Because he was in there a long time. Now he's just sitting. He's just flirting and chatting with the flight attendants. And he's like, can I have a Diet Coke? Sure, honey, I'll get you a Diet Coke. And, and then uh, they're just babbling. And, and he's not even paying attention to the plane anymore. And I, I understand there's another pilot in the cockpit at this point. But I'm like, man, they pretty much have nothing to do in the air. Then he goes in and then the other guy comes out. And then Linda brings them their food, and she's in there way too long. And then she comes out, and her hair's askew, and her blouse is out of her skirt. Oh, okay, sorry. Just a little fantasy I decided to throw in there. Um, but the fact is, I, I, don't know, I don't know what they do. I've heard that the plane pretty much flies itself, and they have to just be there for the takeoff and the landing to make sure everything is uh, running properly. This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE at manscaped.com. Oh, everyone loves turkey and stuffing, but you'll be looking like dessert with the help of Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. You know, they're the leaders in below the waist grooming, and they have blessed you with the ultimate Thanksgiving dinner topic. Tell your in-laws about your new cutting-edge ball trimmer and gift yourself or the man in your life the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Trim your pumpkins by going to manscaped.com. Use the code OPOPIE for free shipping and 20% off. All right, let's see what's in the Performance Package 4.0. Oh, you got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. You got the weed whacker for the ear and nose. You got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Think of it as a cornucopia for your balls. Let's see, I know the razor has a light so you know what you're doing down there. (laughs) And the Weed Whacker. (laughs) This nose and ear hair trimmer uses a 9,000 RPM motor power, 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Oh, is that a mouthful? And throw a little deodorant on your balls. Oh, they got a body wash now. That's nice. I got to try that out now. Look, this is a perfect gift for any man in your life. Check it out for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code OPOPIE. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Oh, and I forgot to tell you one more thing about Aruba. Down there in Aruba, everything costs something. They don't give you shit. (laughs) So one day we're in the ocean, me and my family. And they had all these, uh, you know, blow-up seats and stuff in the ocean. Think pool toys. Really nice pool toys. And I'm like, this is 
Very nice of the Hyatt Regency. They're finally doing something nice. Looks like they threw some pool toys in the ocean because the ocean was nice and flat and they weren't going anywhere. They're just floating around willy-nilly. So me and my family are like, let's go sit on those pool toys, those uh, blow-ups. So we get over there. They're like beautiful seats. We all get in our seats. And this guy comes over immediately. He goes, hey. I'm like, ah, here we go. He goes, those are ours. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. The angry voice, I'll tell you in a second. He wasn't mad at us. So those are ours. Uh, He goes, but you guys could use them because I can't use them because I have a really bad back. I pulled it really bad helping out my grandkids. He was an older guy. If I had to guess, he was in the late 60s. And he goes, that's terrible for bad back. As soon as he said that, I jumped up immediately and got off the thing. Because as you uh, know, if you've been following me, I have a terrible back. He goes, look. I go, look, I have a really bad back too. What happened? And it turns out he has uh, uh, lower back pain. It was pulled dramatically and he could barely move. I'm like, I think I can help you. So now we go to the shoreline and I'm doing basically yoga with a complete stranger from Nutley, New Jersey. (laughs) A grandfather that desperately wanted to have a decent back because they were going to be there all the way to Halloween with the entire extended family. So I'm like, I think I could help you because I, I stretch every day to try to keep this back in shape. So now we're on the shoreline. We're doing um, cat pose. We're doing cats and cows. That's where you arch your back and then you arch it the other way. And then we're doing cobras where, you, where you're all the way down in the sand and then you push up on your hands, keeping your hips all the way down to your toes uh, on the sand. And I'm trying to help him out and give him some relief, right? And then we get to talking. He was a really, really nice guy. And he goes, what do you do? I go, well, I'm kind of a failed radio show host. (laughs) No, I don't say that. I go, I used to do a really popular radio show, blah, 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 you know. And then I, I told him who I was. And he knew exactly who I was. And then he's such a nice guy. I go, well, what do you do for a living? He goes, I defend murderers. And drug drivers. And I'm like, man, now I'm confused because I don't know if I want to hang out with a guy that defends murderers and drunk drivers. But the guy was cool as hell. So I'm like, uh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't judge a book by its cover. So I I continue to try to help this guy. And then uh, he's like, wow, I, I got a little relief. A little relief. I go, well, there's another one. There's another pose, but, and I look around like this, I go, there's another pose, but it's a bit, uh, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit yee. He goes, I don't care. If it helps, let's do it. (laughs) That's exactly what he said. I go, but, all right, but it's a bit, it's a big yee. He goes, if it's going to give me relief, I'll do anything. And I understand that, by the way. When you have a bad back, If someone's there to help you out, you will pretty much do anything to get relief. I'm like, all right. Now we're doing the pose. Um, And basically, it was a a baby pose. It was a downward-facing dog. Uh, There's another stretch in there. And so now me and a complete stranger late in his 60s who defends murderers and drunk drivers are doing very uh, uh, yee 
poses to help our backs in front of everybody. <laughs> but the best line was when I told him how, you know, the, the pose was a little awkward looking. He's like, I don't care. I'll do anything to get relief. Man, if I didn't relate to that, that was, uh, that was just glorious. Absolutely glorious. And then I saw him the whole week. The whole week. And I, I just felt for the guy because he was just... He was just lumbering around, but, uh, you know. And I, I was hoping to see him on the, on the flight or when we landed in JFK, but obviously he had another flight. But I was helping the guy. I was helping the guy all week. I would see him near the pool. I'm like, hey, I got another stretch you could try. And so we're, we were just stretching all over the resort to try to get this guy's back uh, in a place where he could enjoy his vacation. Did you ever study or practice the occult? <laughs> no, man. I don't know what I believe with that stuff, man. I know I would never mess with a Ouija board. That's for sure. I think we uh, tried that once when we were very little. I don't remember anything specifically happening, but I remember how creepy and, uh, and uh, how the energy in the room felt very strange. And I remember as a little kid thinking, I'll never do that again. There's something just wasn't right about that whole thing. Oh, and I used to always hate the, uh, the magic eight ball, too, when you asked a, a, a really deep question. And then you saw, like, the answer come up from the Merc. And you're like, oh, God damn. Who the fuck just did that? I know it's the eight ball itself, but uh, it was just creepy how... How the answer would just appear through the Merc. Oh, I, I, I guess I joined the um, subscription thing on Instagram. Now you could subscribe to some uh, special, exclusive content on my Instagram. And I think we got... Uh, <laughs> I think I got five, five subscribers are you going to pay Musk to stay on Twitter? Nah, I'm pretty much done with Twitter. I'll be honest. I think Elon Musk uh, should allow um, Trump back and everybody else back. They should have some kind of rules that you got to follow, I guess. But I think, uh, you know, a social media platform, everyone knows that uh, Twitter is a, a giant, giant garbage pile. So I think, uh, I think you should allow all those people back that were banned. And if they follow the uh, terms of service, then they should be able to stay there. Uh, that's, that's my real thought on that. But if he wants money for me to stay on Twitter, at this point, I'd rather move on to other social media platforms. I barely use Twitter. It has been taken over by trolls and bots and uh, one or two people could just ruin your timeline with bots he, he's got to figure out all that stuff so i don't i don't have the i don't have the time or energy for twitter anymore unless he cleans it up go go to my twitter op radio i i i don't really uh, post that much i post on the instagram i post on the tiktok constantly putting videos up on my youtube and facebook and uh, that's where I'm at these days with the social media. So, but I, I hope Elon Musk figures it out because it's it's it truly is. Twitter is truly a shit show. It's it's too bad. I'm gonna go. Yeah, Twitter turned so toxic. It's it's too bad because it was a it was a very very cool uh, social media platform. 
My face is just getting darker and darker. Jesus. I like it, though. It's kind of mysterious. Maybe this will be my new thing, just to be mysterious. Just, just be in silhouette mode with the sun coming up. It's not the worst thing. The apology? Last night. It was fake. Hold on. We're, going, we're coming back. So we're coming back. To me, the reason why it was fake, because he only made the apology because he got the five-day suspension yeah, of course. without getting paid. Of course. And he got on YouTube, and he got on social media and was like, well, I'm sorry for what I did. That shit was so No, bad. it's too late. Kyrie Irving ruined his career. He might be in playing basketball in Canada next year. Canada? How about China? Oh, shit. China paid more money. <laughs> <laughs> because China paid more money.